Good morning and welcome to episode 103 of Martin Uncut. Today it's May the 31st, 2021. And today's episode is three Obsidian plugins. Fantastic weekend, wasn't it? The summer has absolutely reached the south of Sweden and today we have summer weather. And this is actually the last day of spring. So tomorrow is June, at least the 1st of June is the first summer day for me. But we really have summer weather today. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about a few Obsidian plugins that I have seen. I have not used all of them a lot, but I would think they can be good to know about if you're interested in Obsidian. But let's get at it. So the first one I want to talk uh, a little bit about is the Obsidian Templator. And this is a way to build smart templates or a way to automate note creation. If you are using templates in Obsidian, this is definitely something that you should take a look at. So essentially what it does is that it uh, that you put notes or tags into your template notes and when you create a new note or you insert a template into a note, it will convert that template uh, or the, the tags in this template to text. And just to, to give you a, a view to visualize uh, this a little bit is uh, one example of how you can use this is to format your day notes. So if you use day notes in Obsidian, you know that you can configure that to use a template when it creates the daily note. And in this note, you can then insert these smart tags. So for example, one thing that is quite common is that you can... Uh, link to the day before and the next day so that you easily can just by clicks inside of the note uh, traverse between the notes. I probably would not use that use case but it kind of gives you an idea of what it can do so it can auto create the links here. Um, The way this plugin works is that it's using the ETA templating engine and this is uh, not something that is built specifically for Obsidian. This is a Node.js templating engine, so it can be used in other places, and it is being used in other places. And there are a few things that you can use in this engine when you are configuring or setting up your template. So so the first is config. That is that you get information from the config uh, of, of the system, essentially. The other one is to pull in dates, so you can look at the current date and you can format the dates a little bit. You can also, the third one is files, so you can get in things like file name and creation dates and stuff like that. And you can use that in your content that you're creating. You can also use something called Font Matter, and Font Matter is if you have meta data inside of the template. So in the top of the note, the markdown note, you can add usually YAML. And this can then be used when you create your... Um, your notes. So essentially, you would have, I would say, different templates for different reasons, and then you just choose a template, and then it will take things from the font matter here and and generate um, content. It can also be that you have uh, notes, and you want to insert sections into these notes using templates, and then this can be useful to take uh, things from the font matter and use that in the formatting of the template. You can also uh, use the Obsidian section, and that is that you use the Obsidian API to pull in information. I don't know exactly what's in the Obsidian API, but to me that feels like a good approach if you want to 
pull this together with all of your other um, plugins and so on that you have. The uh, next next to last one is the systems one, and this is where you can access things like clipboard. You can prompt the user, so essentially you can do uh, a, a, a wizard or a, a guide through, um, so that you can okay, what day is it, and you can enter it. What's your name, and then you can pull that in to create different type of tags. Um, that can be useful. I don't think I will be using it anytime sh- uh, soon, but I mean, it's good to have and know that this uh, functionality is there if it comes to mind. And finally, there is the web uh, section as well. And from the web, web section, there's not too much in this one, but one example they, they use is that you can pull in a, a daily quote, for example. So if you are doing daily journaling, you can pull a quote into your note and um, use that as inspiration for your journaling, for example. So this uh, Obsidian Templator, it can be um, something powerful for you to automate note creation uh, or adding snippets into your existing notes. Definite words to take a look at. The second plugin I wanted to talk about today is the Obsidian Kanban plugin. And this plugin creates a Kanban board in a note. And if you don't know what a Kanban is, it's essentially a board where you have tasks in different columns. And the column usually um, tells you what state this task is in. So example, you have one column that is all the new things that you need to do that you haven't started yet. Then you can have one that is called in progress, uh, a column where you're actually doing work on this specific thing. Let's say that you're writing articles, maybe new is ideas, things that you want to write. In progress is uh, the notes that you want to write, or that, sorry, the notes that you are working on. And then maybe you have edit and proofread as, as other columns, and maybe you have someone that is helping you proofread. So then you can move your notes through this uh, Kanban uh, as the, um, the life cycle of this task progress. I think this can be uh, quite powerful for your... Uh, uh, your personal Kanban, if you want to do that. Um, the the way this actually works technically is quite simple. It's just a normal markdown file like every other files you have out there. And you need to add a font matter to the um, to the file. So a small, um, just a line in the top uh, tells the system that this is a Kanban board. And then in the body, you add a heading for each column and then you just ask add markdown to-dos in each uh, section. And that is how you set it up. And then you can drag and drop uh, these tasks between the different sections. And you can order them and the, the, the markdown will be updated by this plugin. can be quite interesting to look at. Um, I think this is can be quite powerful if you use this for personal use. I don't know how well um, Obsidian would work in a team situation if you were sharing the files. The third plugin that is a super cool plugin is called Obsidian Data View. And this plugin is something that you can use to treat your vault as a database. And just to give you an example of what this can do. So if you can create a note, and that note is then listing all the notes that you have in a specific folder. Uh, And it's not only the folder or the, the file name, you can also pull metadata from within the file so for example if you have a font matter in the file where you have a 
maybe a type field or an author field or something, you can pull this data out as column in your data view. You can also, of course, sort and filter and, and do a lot of things with these views. And it can become really, really powerful. Um, so another example is that, you, for example, if you have a lot of markdown to-dos, like the ones I talked about for the Kanban view, you can very easily create a list here with all the uncompleted to-dos you have in a specific folder or in your complete vault. Uh, it's just a small query you need to write. And the query is not that complex to write. I use this for one specific use case. And in my personal knowledge management system, I actually create literature notes. And literature notes is where I take the notes when I read something. Uh, so I should remember or something that I need to come back to. Maybe it can be a reference or something. It's notes, there, things that comes to mind when I read. So I read with a pen in my hand, essentially. But for books that I haven't read yet, I also create a literature note because uh, there may be books that I want to read. And then I just create a note in my literature notes folder. And what I do is that I add not a tag, I don't use Obsidian's tags at all. I just use links for everything. But I have a link co called at Lassa to read, essentially. And uh, what I can then do with my data view is that I can, I created a note called to read at Lassa. And in this, I have a data view that actually lists all the notes that links to this note. And now I have a list of all the books that I want to read or all the literature that I want to read. Super, super easy. And I also brought in things like uh, created time. So I can see when did I create this note. That means that I, uh, I know when I found this thing that I wanted to read. Why am I doing it like this? Yeah, because if I want to read it, uh, I probably want to, to have the title and the author anyway. And most often I actually also create a link because if it's a book, I do a quick research on one of the bookstores out there to see what if this may be something that I want to read. And then I just have that in a literature note. I mean, uh, the, when the time comes to, to the time for me to order books, I do that maybe once a month or something like that. When I come into my last book that I should read, then it's time to order. So I actually ordered books uh, during the weekend here. And um, then I can easily get an overview. Okay, this is all the literature that I want to read. And then I can also add in types, for example, if this is an article or if it's a book or how I need to get hold of it. So then I, I have that clear and in front of me. And since it's only listing the literature notes that has this link, as I read things, I will remove this link from the note. That means also that they vanish from this table. So it's just a quick way to very easily find uh, find the books. And of course, you can use search to find these things as well, but it's a very nice uh, view you get, and it's easy to get to. So it's kind of a saved search to keep it in, the, in their notes. I um, if, you, if you're using notes... No, 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 no. Notion. Notion. <laughs> if you use Notion or have been using Notion, this is probably a way to mimic some of the functionality that you have in Notion when it comes to the, the tables and the database functionality that you have in Notion, this is how you can work and solve similar things. 
Uh, I don't have too much of those requirements in my systems, but sometimes it comes in handy, as you may see here with the literature notes. That was everything I had for today. I hope you enjoyed the uh, a little bit stumbling episode. It's a Monday after all. Uh, if you did, please recommend the show to friends and family, uh, or why not a colleague? That would help the audience to grow, and that would put a big smile on my face. Until tomorrow, have a fantastic day. Ciao, ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.